Welcome to the second collaboration between the PD Heart and PCICS podcast in anticipation of the eighth annual World Congress of Pediatric Cardiology and Cardiac Surgery, which is happening August 27th to September 1st in Washington, D.C. I'm Robert Pass from the PD Heart podcast. I'm Deanna Zanatos with the PCICS podcast. And I'm Sadie Rodriguez with the PCICS podcast. Today, we're joined by three very special guests who are all involved in planning the World Congress curriculum this year. We're going to ask each of our guests to introduce themselves and also explain which part of the curriculum they're working on. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. My name is Bruna Curry. I'm coordinator at Cardiopedia Brasil, a center for pediatric cardiology in São José do Rio Preto, Brazil. So I helped plan the critical care track for the World Congress. Hi, my name is Sandy Stavesky, and I am faculty at UCSF School of Nursing and a nurse scientist at UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital. And I helped plan the nursing section of the World Congress. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's a real pleasure to be here. My name is Amir Ashrafi. I'm from the Children's Hospital of Orange County. And I spend most of my time in the NICU, but I do spend a little bit of time in the CVICU as well. So I'm here on behalf of the growing contingency of neonatal cardiac intensivists who are hopefully going to be descending upon Washington, D.C. Well, thanks, everybody. What um, specific pieces from each of your specialties that you're most excited about and how did you approach the planning of your particular section? I'm very excited for nurses at the World Congress because this is one of the first times that we will be having both a two-day standalone nursing academy for congenital heart disease and a five-day World Congress with seven nursing sessions in the five days and two sessions of oral abstracts plus posters. So there will be a very, very impressive amount of nursing curriculum at the World Congress. Agreed. I just want to amplify Sandy's statement. I think one thing that Gil, Drs. Gil Wernowski, Mitch Cohen, and Jeff Jacobs did a phenomenal job of is recognizing the continuum of care that takes place in caring for these uh, kids with congenital heart disease. For the longest time, success was defined as survival to discharge, but now in 2023, survival is an expectation. Really, the way we define success is intact survival. And to really optimize and really get the best possible outcomes, recognizing the continuum of care that takes place from fetal to neonatal to pediatrics into adult congenital, not focusing on just physicians, physicians, nurses, RTs, ECMO, like everything, just everything has been really integrated, I think, phenomenally well. So uh, we're doing the neonatal part of things. And to, to Sandy's point, we've had more exposure in the neonatal part of World Congress this year than any time before. And the thing that we're so excited about, again, is implementing that continuum of care, making sure that transition from the fetal diagnosis into the pediatric element goes smoothly. And uh, so we're, we're looking forward to that very much. Yes, the program for the ICU track was very carefully planned by intensivists and nurses and members of the ICU and the multidisciplinary team from centers from all over the world. So that's something that we tried to implement. And that was kind of, you know, my job to try and find members to speak from all kinds of centers, from low to high um, income and resources. And it's very special because we were able to 
achieve that goal. And the topics are geared to clinicians, doctors, nurses, and all kinds of centers are going to be able to benefit from the the lectures and for the participants. It's really going to be a special Congress. That's great. Thank you all so much. As part of a planning committee, you are tasked with not just uniting various fields together within your own specialty, but really approaching this as the World Congress has so many different fields and speakers, both nationally and internationally. How did that affect either what content you wanted to highlight or what speakers you wanted to highlight? How did that play a role in your planning that it might not have otherwise if it was only your society, for example? So very good question. And this is something we deliberated as a planning committee quite a bit, how exactly to best do this. The field of neonatal cardiac intensive care, so to speak, can either come at it from the from a CV standpoint or from a neonatal standpoint. And from the neonatal standpoint, it's quite new. And for the most part, really focuses on hemodynamics more than structural heart disease. The contingency of neonatologists who are interested in structural heart disease is much smaller than neonatologists interested in hemodynamics. So if we just focused on congenital heart, we probably wouldn't a- attract nearly as many neonatologists. And it's not that they're not interested in it. It's just that they don't have nearly as as much exposure. However, looking at things like diaphragmatic hernia, you would think, well, what does congenital diaphragmatic hernia have to do with anything? These kids with severe congenital diaphragmatic hernia, they get limited pulmonary blood flow in utero, leads to limited pulmonary venous return to the left side. Throughout nine months gestation, they got limited preload to the left side. These kids function almost like a Schoen's variant in the fact that they have such a small heart. So recognizing this uh, sort of shared physiology, the two very different diagnoses that have, but principles in CVICU care and principles in neonatal care of how to manage a baby with small left-sided structures do have a lot of interaction. And so getting people to understand that and getting people from different disciplines to teach one another and say, well, the way we manage, for example, left atrial hypertension, the CVICU is like this, but the way we do it in the NICU is like this. And just getting all of those was really key and not easy to do in all honesty. But of course, I mean, that's really what we try to do. And then there's also a lot of topics that have much more international relevance than necessarily in the U.S. One of the strengths of the World Congress is the fact that it revolves around the world. And we know that care in the U.S. can be different than other places. So we want to make sure that we add in things like hemodynamics of septic shock. That's going to be very important when you look at neonatal heart disease around the world. So we just try to integrate all of those different components into our agenda. Seems like a big undertaking. (laughs) Big and fun. I want to echo what Amir just said. When we were planning for the nursing section, we also wanted to look at how could we help advance the nurses who are beginning their careers as APRNs or bedside nurses And how could we engage our more expert nurses? And so out of that came the Nursing Congenital Heart Academy, which is really geared towards our younger, more novice practitioners. And it's comprehensive two-day academy that gives 10 hours of CEUs for our bedside nurses and for our APRNs that really talks about the spectrum of congenital heart disease, what happens in the operating room and the cath lab and the outpatient world and elsewhere, and also follows children, not just from inpatient, but also into the outpatient 
realm with post-intensive care syndrome and neurodevelopmental outcomes, focusing in on emotional health and transition to adult care. And, you know, it's being taught by like world-renowned faculty who are, are from the most experienced programs in the, not just the country, but the world. So we invited faculty from all around the world to have this conversation. And for our five-day course, we have a number of really interesting tracks that we are going to look at. We are having not just one, but two oral abstract sessions. One is for clinical inquiry, which is your QI, your EBP, that sort of thing. And then the other track is for IRB-approved nursing science and research. And we'll have up to 18 oral abstracts that will be presented, which is probably the most that we've ever been able to accommodate. So we're very excited. There's also going to be a nursing reception that's being held on August 29th. And we have at least one session per day of the five-day session. Our opening plenary is about building resilience in our patients, our families, and ourselves. We also have conversations with nursing giants, advice I would give to myself if I started over again, challenging cases from around the globe, and nursing across the lifespan. So given that the World Congress is in the very heart of the East Coast corridor, and there's a number of different cities with programs from you know, Boston to New York to Philly to the Belt area around Washington, D.C., and even all the way down to Florida, you know, it's an easy jump to go to Washington, D.C. And so we're really hoping that we can embody, you know, like the two-day pre-World Congress to have our younger novice nurses be able to go to that. And then for the five-day session, be able to switch out from all of those programs and have some of the more experienced expert nurses be able to also engage with this so that we can serve both needs of the nursing continuum. And of course, you know, we believe in inter- professional practice, but we really wanted to focus in on how nursing is really at the center of a lot of interprofessional practice because they're at the bedside, you know, 24-7 and don't really get to move around as much as some of our physician colleagues or respiratory therapy or perfusion, et cetera. So yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be able to talk about this, because I think that nurses coming to this World Congress will have a really interesting spread of discussions from nurses from across the world. That's incredible. I think one of the really great things about the World Congress is that it's so big that it does allow the opportunity to plan something much grander than what we're used to seeing in our typical conference format. I have done a little bit of international work, not much by any means, but I know that the practice of nursing does vary a little bit between countries and certainly the idea of advanced practice nurses. And how did you take that into account in planning the nursing session? 
Great, great question. First of all, we had committee members from North America. So we had Cecilia, who is from Sick Kids in Toronto, and then Katie Dodds and myself. And I do a lot of work in the international community. Bruna and I have been friends for a long time. And so I have a good sense of what practice is in low middle income countries. And they are starting to work on, you know, like bringing advanced practice nursing to places like India and Malaysia. And so we made sure that we had information that was good and relevant for people who are working in a low middle income country that could afford to send some nurses to this conference, especially challenging cases from around the globe, where we have predominantly people from outside of the U.S. speaking about important cases. And then we also have included a lot of EU, and we invited folks from Australia, New Zealand, but given the distance and the cost of being able to come, some of that was prohibited, but we have a significant contingent coming from both the EU and UK, and we have people like Bruna, who is from Brazil, who is a part of the planning committee for PCICS. So PCICS is really embracing international work, and Bruna is a phenomenal nurse from Brazil. So we are very excited about how collaborative all of these tracks have been. Well, to me, it's an honor to be considered a phenomenal nurse by Sandy Stravesky. Thank you so much for that. That made my whole professional career right here. So thank you. Well, you guys are all an inspiration. And it's going to be a very special World Congress because it's going to be probably the first time that we are able to meet outside of the online condition. And I really do hope that our friends from other countries and low middle income countries can come due to the visa requirements post the pandemic. And I hope that everyone has time to be able to get their visa together to attend because it's really going to be very, very special. I think all tracks have prepared very uh, carefully and reaching out to nurses and all kinds of centers and resources. So. The ICU track also has a lot of interesting ideas blending with other types of knowledge and categories. There is a specific one that talks about it's not all about the heart. So we'll have a lot of presentations discussing cutting edge management on non-cardiac disease and ICU and ECMO and a little bit of communication as well throughout the interdisciplinary team, which is also very important and aggregates all of the clinicians and all kinds of steps and nurses and doctors and also. We're very honored to be there and to have participated in this planning along with uh, Nikhil Shanani and Melissa Jones and all the ICU tracks. So thank you. If you were going to say, what's the one thing I don't like about this conference, this section that they're describing sounds so exciting. I'm upset that it's happening simultaneously with other sessions, and I'm going to miss parts of it. 
And I think if, if I were going to like find Gil Wernowski, I would say, Gil, the biggest problem with your conference is there's too many exciting and wonderful things to attend. And I'm not joking. There's so many things that I've been listening to in this session that would be so interesting to attend. I'm going to make some time to go to this session. But actually, quite frankly, it sounds like something that all of us would uh, really benefit from. So I'm so excited that they're offering this. And I only wish that they weren't happening at exactly the same time as other sessions, because this one sounds like a real winner for sure. Yes, I think that everyone attending is going to have to have all the presentations together and really get organized into where they want to be at what time to not miss out on anything. But I'm sure we're going to have to have doubts on a lot of times for sure. I think you just hit the nail on the head, Ms. Barham. This is one conference where figuring out what you're going to do on a given day is not something you should do the day of. This is something that's going to require a couple of days of planning out to go from session to session and figuring out what you really want to see because there's going to be so many interesting things at the same time. What are you each individually looking forward to the most about the World Congress? And it doesn't necessarily have to be within your particular session. I would say the two things I am most excited about is number one, networking with my colleagues from around the world, because I think wonderful collaborations can happen just by having discussions. And number two, I really am looking forward to the nursing abstract sessions. You know, I want to hear what clinical inquiries happening by nurses in their their units, whether it's the ICU or the ward or the outpatient department. I'm also looking forward to seeing the nursing science. And I'm really hoping for a robust submission process so that it makes all of us who are grading the abstracts have a hard time deciding who gets the orals. Yeah, those are the two things that I'm most looking forward to. Well, I agree, Sandy. I'm looking forward to the networking because I think this is the the Oscars of the pediatric cardiology and like the Hollywood where we can network with the most amazing healthcare, pediatric cardiac cardiologists, nurses, and I mean, everyone I always look up to and, and hear about and talk about. So uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge to choose the best presentation, to choose where to go and where to be even after the presentations, the, the get-togethers. And the, uh, it'll be definitely, uh, I'm very excited about everything and to be able to be present at a World Congress uh, finally after so many years. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I agree. Networking number one. Number two, sort of to amplify what what, uh, Robert just said, there's so many great meetings that happen throughout the calendar. It's hard to make it to every single one. And the fact that everything will be consolidated into one place, that's number two. And number three, Sadie probably knows Nikhil very well. I'm not a big Indian food fan, but there was a PCICS that took place in Washington, D.C. about five, six, seven years ago. I was crashing his party. I think he was trying to recruit somebody into your CVICU. I completely crashed uninvited and unapologetic. And I'm not a big Indian food fan, but it was the best Indian food I ever had in my life. So I have texted Nikhil that he needs to take me out to this Indian restaurant and try to recruit me this time. So those are the three things that I'm looking I'm looking forward to. And I'm expecting him to pay for it because it is a recruitment dinner. That's amazing. Can I come? Definitely. 
That's fantastic. Anything that we did not talk about that you would like us to discuss? Yeah, I just want to talk about what a unique once-in-a-lifetime opportunity this is for people who live in the United States. This is the first time the World Congress has ever come to the U.S. and maybe the last time in my working lifetime that it comes here. So that it's a really unique opportunity to, to come and see what the whole world is doing in our super subspecialty areas. I'm going to give a plug for the Nursing Congenital Heart Academy and another plug for, you know, the World Congress. And I hope that people come, especially those on the East Coast. It's so close. You can just jump on a train. Anyway, thank you for letting me talk and for being invited. I'm looking forward to the conference as a whole. And a shameless plug for abstracts, science, science, science. Send in your abstracts. Make it hard for all the judges to pick who gets the orals. And then everybody go look at the posters too, because people worked really hard on their science and on their quality improvement and clinical inquiry. Absolutely. I agree with each of you. I'm really looking forward to this and I'm excited about the unique opportunity that we have to learn from people who are doing this work all over the world. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on this special collaborative episode between the PD Heart and the PCICS podcast. We really enjoyed having you all give your insight into your tracks, and we can't wait to enjoy them. Thank you to all of our listeners. Please don't forget to check out the other episode that will be hosted on the PD Heart podcast, which will discuss neurodevelopment, imaging, science, and general cardiology. And please don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please visit our website, pcics.org, where you can find more information on how to become a member and enjoy updated information on educational resources, meetings, job listings, and much more. The song, I Don't Know by Grapes, was used under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license.